Photography occupies a unique place in the history of art in two particular ways. Firstly, it was not considered to be a fine art, like painting or sculpture, for a long time. Secondly, because of the technological nature of photography, this medium has been subject to a great deal of experimentation and hybridization. We can observe this latter point in Betty Hahn's Road and Rainbow. By the time Betty Hahn fully entered the world of photography, it was indeed considered a respectable art form, but there was still plenty of experimentation and exploration to be done. Hahn's first camera, a Kodak Brownie gifted to her by her Aunt Marcella when she was 10 years old, opened the doors to a long career in photography. Hahn lived for some time in Rochester, New York, where companies like Kodaks and Xerox were constantly breaking ground in the technology of photography and print reproductions. Because of this, there was a thriving community of artists there, such as Alice Wells and Robert Fitcher, within which Han immersed herself. She taught photography and design at the National Technical Institute for the Deaf and the School of Photographic Arts and Sciences. She also experimented in her own creative practice by processing her prints differently and adding unique materials. Road and Rainbow is a gum biochromate print, which means that Han combined gum arabic a natural tacky material harvested from trees, a dichromate chemical such as potassium, and pigment for color. She then used this mixture in the printing process, transferring her design to a piece of cloth. The result is this delicate, effective photographic print. Han then enhanced her print further by adding embroidery thread to select parts of the image to highlight textures and add color. The double yellow line on the road immediately gives this work an iconic, realistic aesthetic of travel. The embroidered siding and roof of the building on the edge of the road increase the realism of the scene. And of course, the rainbow brings whimsy and joy to the composition. After her time in Rochester, Han went on to have multiple solo exhibitions of her work and win grants from the National Endowment for the Arts. She accepted a teaching position at the University of New Mexico in Albuquerque in 1976 and taught there until retirement. Han still lives and keeps a studio in Albuquerque where she is part of the artistic community that she described as an interview as an amazing network, little dots on the map and little lines connecting them. In that same interview, Han realized that her work is always about her own self in some way. Writers make autobiographies and keep journals. I do this in my art. It was in New Mexico, at the Museum in Santa Fe, that she was recognized with a retrospective exhibition of her 30-year career. This exhibition was entitled Betty Hahn, Photography or Maybe Not, in a humorous nod to her constant experimentation and exploration of photography, and the way she expanded the medium. Looking at the other photographs in this exhibition, how do you think Betty Hahn's work stands out? How so? How do her additions to the image change your perception?